0: And salutations and welcome once again to the K-Plus Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name is David Barry, as you can see down below me, at DRBerry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by my comrade-in-arms, the only original of the original six who's not in Southern California. I'm, I'm like Chibs on Sons of Anarchy. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves, you bastard. Oh chips, my bad. I was thinking of uh of um Opie? No, mm-hmm. no, the mustache. Oh Tig. Tig. I was thinking yeah. of Tig and I was like, dude, why are you gonna be dead? No, 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 no Chips, man. Chips. Dead- oh, okay, <laughs> anyway. So if you are related or t- cut take two. Related? If you are interested in anything related to the Capos Crusaders, you can find it at the That is your number one hub for anything crusader related, comic news, comic reviews, so on and so forth. If you are interested in our sponsors, they are lovely. They are wonderful. They include Empires Comics Vault, yeah. local uh, comic book pug, and hot sauce store. The pugs are not for sale. You can't have them. But they're you can enjoy their presence. You can. You can also go to Computer Booter. Which is local computer repair, retro video game lounge, and retro game store. If you want to go in there, you want to play Super Smash Brothers, you might see uh, Curtis Fisher in there. Who knows? I'll probably kick your butt. Or say you're like me, and you got this beautiful beard coming in, and you're like, you know, I need to maintain this. It's nice. I need to get my self care on, mm. honey. I'm gonna go to BeardBalmBrush.com. I'm gonna use the code. K- tapeless for 15% off what it's gonna do it's gonna give 15% off of this awesome beard balm brush that takes the oil it takes the balm and it takes the brush puts it all into one and just gets it exactly just like it's Bondi just said in the chat just so beautiful mm. hey if you're in the chat welcome hello we are on twitch if you're on YouTube hello from the past and if you're on the podcast app hey hi how's it going watch out for that car i apologize for the dogs whining in the background and the possible baby crying at some point but i am a dad of all things use your turn signal yeah use your turn signal so on this week's episode we got a couple things planned first we're gonna have an interview an interview with a local legend what What? that is kyron silva yes taurus
1: comics
0: we're gonna talk about his comic books and his kickstarter for his next Project. Yes. We are then going to go around the horn, we're going to talk about comic books, we're going to talk about some news, and then we're going to get to our main topic of the evening, which is comic book burnout. It's totally a thing, and it's really easy to get that right now, because it's everywhere. So we'll talk about that later. It's everywhere. But first off, first off, we're going to need my man Kyron to come out from his uh, from his hidey hole. and uh, Out of the cone of silence. Out of the cone of silence. Yeah. There he is. Oh, we hear him. Hey! hey. Kyron. Hey! Welcome to the show. Glad to be on here. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Thank you for coming on. So, Kyron, right off the bat, you are the founder, the CEO, the COO, the CFO, uh, and the janitor. And the janitor for Taurus Comics.
1: (laughs) The most important job there is a janitor.
0: (laughs) You keep the office clean.
1: Exactly, you know? Keep it nice and tidy.
0: (laughs) So, Kyron, Taurus Comics, local publisher, uh, local uh, comic creator... So, tell us about, you've got a Kickstarter starting tomorrow. Is that correct? Tomorrow.
1: so That is correct. Tomorrow. So what's the date 3rd. for tomorrow?
0: Just in case this someone watches it on YouTube.
1: Say that again? What's the date tomorrow that is actually dropping? Oh, July 3rd. 9 a.m. Pacific.
0: That's good. Nice. Because if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, I want to go support that guy and they're listening like two months from now, oh, that'd, be, that'd be weird.
1: It's September. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. <laughs> so, what? tell us about is your it, Kickstarter. Is it a year then, too, or what? <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell us about the Kickstarter. What do you got going on?
1: So the Kickstarter is for the second issue of Saw the Lightning Wilder. It's uh, my original series I'm the writer on and creator. Um, the first issue was Kickstarted last year. We met our goal at the very last moment. Like, literally, with 30 seconds left, we hit our goal. Um, You're welcome. And so far, <laughs> was that all you? <laughs> is that what that is? You <laughs> can take all the credits as long, all as, long credit. as it got there. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so we're hoping that your magic... Gets blessed over the second one, yeah, yeah, and, and that we get funded right away.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna just immediately hit up my man, uh, Greg Capulo and be like, "Hey, Greg, oh. come on, man, uh, throw some I, love." I
1: was way. just talking to him today. What yeah. are you talking about? He's my man.
0: Yeah, he's just all, he's just all over. He's on Twitter. He's just throwing up devil horns constantly, he's as
1: he's baits and playing the guitar. Yeah, and, as, as he's like then, uh,
0: playing the metal and drawing all the Batman. Like,
1: <laughs> love it. Uh,
0: so your Kickstarter starts tomorrow for issue, for issue two. What can you tell us about Issue 1? I don't want to spoil anything, but give us a premise.
1: Issue 1 is an introductory into the character. It tells um, just a a brief history about where the character got her powers. um, Introduces the main villain of the story, which is Lord Eclipse. And also introduces a... um, I don't want to call him a sidekick, but he is going to be someone that goes with Saw and teaches her how to use her abilities. Nice.
0: Cool. So now how you said issue number 1 was kickstarted right right at the end and it met its goal uh so what kind of incentives have we got for issue number 2 that are going to they're going to keep people coming back and supporting
1: well the first thing is if you for some reason didn't catch the first kickstarter and you haven't gotten your copy maybe through our website tauruscomics.com uh nice plug there um hey. you can <laughs> You can get both Issues 1 and 2 either digitally or the physical copy. Those are the first options. You can also get uh, sketch cards done by myself of Saw Lightning Wilder. Nice. There will be an option to get a dusk mask with the Taurus Comics logo on it. We have options of uh, prints of our cosplayer. Uh, her name is Christy Chaw. She's from the Sacramento area also. She's the official Saw Lightning Wilder cosplayer. Nice. And um, we're also doing a cross-promotion with another Kickstarter that's launching tomorrow called Welcome to the Void, where if you do both our service and their campaign, you'll get a free print. Nice. Um, being done by my artist, David Jackson, and their colorist.
0: So it sounds like, it. You, I mean, first off, you get to support a local book, which is always important. You get to support a local creator. And on top of that, you have a ton of sweet perk options. Swag. Swag. Just so much swag. swag. I mean, we know...
1: Are so, we still using "swag" in two
0: thousand eighteen? Though, so here's the thing: to, not to say something is cool, but the actual okay. stuff, like the stuff, um, is still swag, swag, like like con swag, and like all the the swag is all the stuff that we would get from you. It's not a it's not cool anymore, but it okay. still refers to a thing. So he wasn't saying "swag" like "swag." No, not that. He was no. saying "swag" like all this Taurus swag. Yeah. I never said sweat ever. Yeah, no, he never says bro either. I totally say bro. Bro. Anyway. (laughs) And so, Kyron, you also have uh, your book, Shaman's Destiny. Yes. Now, Shaman's Destiny, I heard you're doing something a little different with it now. Because I know we can go down to, say, Empire's
1: Comics Vault and get a (laughs) physical copy.
0: But what are you doing now, new, with Shaman's Destiny? What are you doing?
1: Well, with Shaman's Destiny, I've launched that on Lion Webtoons, which is the, uh, a pretty big webcomic provider right now. Um, and what I'm doing is every Wednesday, I'm launching a new episode of Shaman's Destiny, where you can go from issue one all the way through issue six of the series that I did. Um, right now, it's about halfway through issue one, if you go to Webtoons, and you can actually read all of it for free. Nice. So
0: yeah. you're just you're just giving stuff away now. How, I'm how, trying to. How are you? How are you staying in this in this swagtastic room you got going on behind swag-tastic. you? Are you? How, are you? You know what are you doing to survive?
1: My wife is a hitman. Oh, never Knew mind. It. That makes sense. Okay,
0: she's yeah. Sicario.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I thought that was Josh Brolin.
0: No, was Benito del Toro. Uh, well, yeah. Brolin's with him. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanos and him again. <laughs> Thanos is <him>, the collector. Thanos everywhere. So um so uh, tell us what the website is so we can get to the kickstarter when it launches tomorrow at 9 a.m
1: so for the kickstarter you can go to sawcomic.com which actually is spelled x-o-b c-o-m-i-c dot com and so it's a long pronunciation that's why
0: x-o-b that's that's what's yep. important because it's not it's not s-a-w that's how it's, exactly that's phonetically how it sounds but it's x-o-b and tell me why why is so what what is saw from
1: Sonnet is a uh, deity from Hmong culture, which is from Southeast Asia. Um, It's one of the many deities they have in their culture.
0: See, and I think that's awesome because that's that's like a culture. I've never seen a comic
1: about Hmong culture, ever. Not nothing out there except for mine. Exactly. So hopefully, everybody picks it up and tries it out.
0: That, and I mean, and there's so many like interesting things. Like there's so many like deities and like cool stories and, and mythos to to go into. Legit. So I'm I'm happy that you not only are a good friend of the show, but you're a local comic creator representing Sacramento well, uh, supposedly. Um, and you're also, always always you're also always. a really big big uh, fan of whoever knocked Portugal out of the World Cup, right? No, I'm he
1: speaks not. Portuguese, man. T- he Why would you say that? you, you, you speak Portuguese, Kyron? No, I, I don't. Not well. <laughs> well, you're a liar. But it's in my blood somewhere <laughs> down the line. <laughs> somewhere. Okay, yes. My grandfather was supposedly from Portugal. So oh, I try cool. to root for them whenever I can. And let's face it, we still got Brazil. Y- yeah, there you go. They'd be
0: Mexico today. Yeah that, yeah, that place that you... Colonized, great for you. Hey, long Colonizer. time ago, we're cousins now. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have family there. <laughs> anyway, it's all good now. It's all yeah, good. It's all good. <laughs> good. Everything is forgiven. Uh, so, so, Kyron, what else? Is there anything else we need to know about your Kickstarter? It's launching tomorrow at nine a.m. It's got some sweet perks.
1: Well, um, if you go tomorrow, there's an early bird special where you can get like the book and the sketch card, like I was mentioning, and all these other swag, as you put it. Um, you can actually get it at a discounted price. Nice. It's only available for the first week of the Kickstarter. And then it sort of doubles in price after that. So you want to take advantage of it when you can.
0: Yeah, you want to get in there. You want to make sure it's taken care of. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Kyron, after so you, you did Shaman's Destiny, you got Saw. What's next, what's next for Taurus Comics? What do you got coming down the pipeline?
1: Well, we- after that, we have another series that I'm working on writing and drawing. It's called Ruby from Planet Oz. It's a sci-fi riff of the Wizard of Oz series. Nice. And what it is is Ruby is abducted by aliens, Ruby's who take her to the planet Oz, sell her as a slave, and she now has to escape and becomes part of the liberating liberating force to liberate the entire planet.
0: That sounds fantastic. Thank you. Are you? Are
1: you gonna that have... I'm working on.
0: Are you gonna have a Kickstarter for that as well?
1: Um. I might. It depends on how well Saw goes. Okay. Um, there yep. is a there could be a stretch goal that if we reach enough of funding for uh, Saw, we might get Ruby on top of that. Nice. Um, there also is a stretch goal that if we get enough, you might even get a twenty minute cartoon of Saw the Lightning Wielder. Just to throw that out there, right now. Nice. That's cool. But yeah, I've worked, I've talked to a couple of animators and they told me I, if I sell off a couple of body parts, I might be able to afford them. Easy. So. I Don't want to do that. So I want to get the funding through Kickstarter instead.
0: I mean, which 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 hand do you draw with? My right. See, See, get, rid of, get rid of the so other I, one Do you need, I like lefty. Do you need legs in order to draw?
1: Not to draw but I do need legs to do Taekwondo Ooh. and I want to get my black belt soon, so okay fine
0: But I mean toes count as body parts. Pinky-toe. Right. Hey
1: They did not say anything about toes. So you're right. I could use that. Yeah. Okay. Get, 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 That's why you're the smart one <laughs>
0: <laughs> me? <laughs> I'll
1: take it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Whatever you say, Kyron. So, Kyron, um, before we let you go, is there is there anything else we need to know about your Kickstarter,
1: about Taurus, about you, about your dogs? About my dogs? Yeah, um, you're, you're, my I'm... dog needs to go to the bathroom right now, actually.
0: it's well, a good time, then. <laughs> then you should let the dog out.
1: I... <laughs> Kyron, if you'll excuse me, if you'll excuse me, I have to do the...
0: Uh... What's he doing? What's what's happening? What's, uh, Can I do that too? Oh, just just oh, yeah, just no, just just no, look over your shoulder and I shake can't. your head. <laughs> That's something. That's yeah, there it is. Thanks, man. All right, Kyron, thanks for coming on. We will definitely will post all the information about your kickstart in the morning. Um, and uh, if you're watching, if you're listening, if you're on the YouTube, wherever you are, check out sawxobcomic.com. dot to check out the kickstarter support a local creator a fantastic local creator friend of the show Kyron Silva Kyron thanks for coming on man Taurus Comics Taurus Comics have a good night brother you too if I could find how do I cancel there we go Good talk. Good, Good talk. talk. Get out of here, Skype. Taurus Comics, Kyron Silva. And I'm gonna remove, get rid of Skype. Zob the lightning Sob. wielder. Sob. Sob. Sorry, the lightning wielder. I like no, that. I, I think. I think you think you think of Sob. S A A B. The car. Yes. Also a lightning wielder. <laughs> <laughs> no, depending, depending on who you are. No, they're not. So <clears throat> when we were surrounded by comic books, when we are in quite the uh, the safe house uh with the comic books and we're talking to comic you creators. son of a bitch and there's kyron <laughs> with the sub yeah. with the the host uh we, we don't do we don't do it too loud because there's a baby asleep but we do like to go round the horn get, get the moonshine where them um, where them um, the where um, boy, boy, those duke boys Luke at, boys at? Uh, yeah, that was good. That's very calm. When we go around the horn, we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. We go around the table in a circular fashion. We don't have a circular table. We we, there's only two of us, so we're just going just to go back and forth. One side. One side of a table. But we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. And Steve's, Yes. you have yours with you. Yes. What have you been reading this Started week? it. I have started it. haven't finished it yet. I well, started it from Free Comic Book Day. Yes, that was about two months ago. Yes. I finally got to it because hey. I've got quite a few. I uh, started Barrier. Barrier. From Image, Image, uh, written by Mr. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn Yeah, that right guy here. also with uh, Marcos Martin and Munza Vincente. Hopefully, I'm saying those right. Um, but it, it starts off. It's it's got a very cinematic beginning, as you can Dun-dun. see there. Look at that. I oh. mean, you're, you're holding it the the wrong way. Well, what? Yeah? I mean, I mean, you're holding it the right way. Oh yeah, they, but yeah, it's they printed the wrong. They way. printed the wrong way. Yeah, it's very cinematic. Very <laughs> cinematic here.
1: Nerds. Um
0: It starts off with a gentleman. It's on near the Texas-Mexico border and Gentleman finds a severed horse head and starts bringing up uh, who could do this, who did this type of thing, brings up jokingly chupacabras, and um, I believe her name is Liddy, that he is partnered with. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, Liddy from Far Texas.
0: P-H-A-R-R. She meets up with them, and they basically try to figure out who did this barbaric? Who done it? Who done did this barbaric act on this horse? Um, the entire comic so far as i'm noticing is written, you know, in in this this manner, basically the centerfold way of reading here. Interesting. So then there there's the there's very Godfather Corleone. That that's a very bold severed. bold creative mm-hmm. move to take. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very intriguing so far. I I am excited to see where it takes me. It is from Image Comics. Hey. Again, Free Comic Book Day. Uh, so yeah, Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn. yeah again, and Marcus Martin and Munsa Vincente. See that's important because we like to talk about the entire creative team, exactly, not just the writers, not just the artists, but the colorists, inkers, uh, janitor, janitors, letterers, all of them if we got them. So janitor on here. I was busy this week. Oh, um, I even brought in. Are you ready for this? Are you ready? You, you, do you see what's on my mug? Oh snap! Do you know who that is? That is. that That's me. That's you. That's me as a comic book character. That's the. That's the doctor, yeah, right there. A couple That's a, a few years back, my wife made a got my custom comic book of me made. That is awesome. And she then put me on a mug. Yeah. Did they continue the story? What story? Of, of your comic? Is it still going? Nah. Okay. Well, we'll, well. to Kyron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Kyron we'll will continue. Yeah. Ky- Kyron will Kyron will work on it for us. <laughs> so, <laughs> this week, I read. I read. Uh, I read a lot. Hang on. Let me pull up my note. Let me just notes. Just, pardon me. I mean, yeah, notes. uh... <laughs> And days and days and days. And... First off, Venom. The Venom comic right now from Marvel. Yeah. yeah. It is It is really, really good. Eddie Brock is Venom again. Nice. Um, but we're now uh, learning about the uh, the god of the symbiotes. Mm. Symbiote, mm-hmm. symbiote, the symbo. Symbo, Sim- <laughs> the symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be introduced uh, yeah, that later. Lot, that me. Yeah. So uh, I read issues two and three of. Um, of Venom for Marvel. Now it's a, a new take on the story. We're basically learning about the history of uh, like this rogue sect of symbiote symbiots symb- venoms uh, that are led by this uh, basically like Dracula looking dude. Blah. Uh, yeah, blah, blah. Blah. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm really excited about this so far. Uh, the other thing. Would you like to see the symbiots? Ah, 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 exactly. That is that is part of part of what we did. Big color? Uh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> actually more. um... What what's the word I'm looking for? What's um Vest? Ascot? No, no, what version of, Long long white hair, like black armor with a red dragon on it. Red not um oh. uh you know which version um oh. Whatever. So, yeah. There, there's a god of the symbiote. The other thing I read, Sentry, uh, number one. Okay. Um, so, Sentry is now returned to the Marvel Universe. He's uh, battling the void constantly, of course, which is, he's basically like Superman, but with a, very much a dark side. Um, a dark side that will, as he uses his power, gains power and eventually try to eat the world. Nice. Um, pretty good. The likeness so far. Jeff Lemire. 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 Um, Multiple Man, number one, uh, which is a, uh, a, a short, um, limited series, limited run. Um, being written by Matthew Rosenberg, I believe. I'm trying to remember. And I can't. Um, but, believe so, uh, he is, I know his Twitter handle is Ashcan Press. That's all I know. That's who wrote it. Yeah, Ashcan, Ashcan, Ashcan Press. Press. Uh, so, um, multiple man number one. So, Jamie Maddox, who is multiple man, um, died in the uh, Aven- X-Men versus Inhumans storyline. But the whole thing is he has multiple versions of himself, right? Because he's mm-hmm. multiple man. man. If you hit him, he can he he can create another one of himself, okay. and they last for a while. They'll eventually degrade, uh, except when the prime one dies, they'll all eventually degrade over time. So it turns out while this is all happening, he locked one of himself in a like lab to try to find a cure. Okay. Um. So now that version of him is out, but that's not actually the original him. So it's like he's he's trying to figure out a way to stop from dying. Okay. Uh. It's really well done. <clears throat> the other thing I read was where, he question was yes. he. Was he in X Men Three? Well, did McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy play him, or the guy who multiplied and then became one? Is that I think that's like roughly based on him. Okay, but yeah, that guy would you like punch him and like like yeah. a bunch of them would come out and then they'd all come back together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of, yeah So roughly, uh, a, a poor representation of him. Not, I mean, they just they, they use a lot of X Men poorly. I think they they did well with some. And yes, I watched Grey's Anatomy, so I know he's McSteamy. Leave me alone. He's on the he's on the last ship now on TNT, that show. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is about. It's kind of successful cable show, but it's like basic cable. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing I read makes you see me. Are you ready for this? So last night I gave myself a challenge. Ooh, challenge accepted. Because in our news we're going to talk about an issue that's coming out this week, a certain Batman issue. So I said, you know what, Tom King? I love Tom King. I've always loved Tom King. Um, and so I decided I, because I've read random spatterings here and there of his Batman books, mm-hmm. never actually read all of them. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna marathon Tom King's current Batman run. There you go. So, final tally because I, I basically started last <laughs> night and I wanted to challenge myself, see how far I could get today. The over under was what 14? Was that what it yeah, was? the over under was 14. Okay. So, Steve's your final guess: how many Batman comics do you think I read in the last uh, 24 hours? <sighs> I th- you're pretty good at marathoning comics. I'm mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I, holding the baby comic in the other mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the over. I'm gonna say sixteen. You're gonna say sixteen. So yes. You think, you think I got to issue sixteen? I think you get sixteen. <clears throat> well, you'd be wrong, my friend. Oh. Uh, my my wife is in the chat room and she's guessing fifty. She's also wrong. I didn't I didn't get that far. My iPad did die at one point. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's the thing. So I, I read digitally, and that's how I'm able to go through it so fast. Okay, digitally, yeah. I'm just boom boom boom. Uh-huh. Uh I'm gonna. It's. Cut in between the two, uh, I get to issue 24. Nice. So basically, I read 130, is closer. She got close. I read 24 issues of Batman. Now, that being said, you know, I started to put the baby down, yeah. and then my iPad died. Yeah, I I fell asleep, okay? I, I had, <laughs> I had to jump a nap thing. with the baby. <laughs> this low latency chat where they can respond <laughs> and get distracted by Food Network Star, also accurate. Um, I don't blame you there. That's so, <laughs> that's pretty good. So, yeah, so I read 24 issues of uh, Tom King's Batman Run. Nice. It's good. Yes, dude, he's... dude, he's good. Since Sheriff of Babylon, the guy's been <sighs> on a tear. He's been ama- everything he's done has been great. My only, my only problem, and this probably wasn't his his fault, um, the Night of the Monster Men, mm-hmm. and the button, uh, the button story. Okay, I didn't read the Night of the Monster Men. Night of the Monster Men, um, uh, Doctor Hugo Strange, he used the venom that made Bane. I remember the cover. And he and he there, made yeah. a bunch. He made a bunch of people basically like using this steroid, He turned them all into monsters. The problem with it is in order like during Halloween I think yes wasn't part there. and part one was in Batman okay part two was in Nightwing part three was in hey thanks for the follow nice part three was in Nightwing like part four was in Batwoman yeah I remember this and, yeah. and, it gets hard to it gets really hard to follow especially if you, if you're not buying if I'm not following those other stories I had to I had to then stop and go and find Nightwing and I had to stop and then you know. I get why they do it, because they want you, hey, here, there's this story. Hey, there's exactly. this character. Exactly. But also, it's just like, <clears throat> in the middle of this story, I don't want to go over to that story right now. Right. Exactly. So, I, I didn't want to, like, hop back and forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but I did, because I really wanted to know what happened in those stories. So, I rather than, because, you know, it all goes all the way to Detective Comics. Yeah. And then the, the button went back and forth with Flash. Other than that, though, it was all really self-contained. The man is, is amazing. And he's even said that the, he's doing a 100-issue run. Nice. It is a 100-issue, he tweeted this, love letter to Batman and Catwoman. Awesome. It is a 100-issue arc. He is not even halfway done yet. I mean, he's done writing them, probably. But it's it's insane how much Tom King has done. Um, Seabridge. Seabridge, in the chat, been a fan of DC and Marvel characters for a while, grew up with reruns of the DC animated shows, which are good, and the MCU. So you grew up in a great time, Mm -hmm. and you're actually... That's going to come into play with our main topic, which is comic book burnout. Stay tuned. It's all here. <clears throat> Complete beginners comics-wise. Hmm. This would actually be a good a good one to do. Um, because right now, DC, they're 49 issues into their rebirth, which means a lot of their main titles, uh, Flash, Aquaman, Batman, Superman, they're all at issue 49. It's a lot to go back and read, but it's all very... Well put together right now. It's all they're all connected. Uh, it's all same for the most part, same writers and same artists. Like they're not hopping around doing a lot. Um, the other thing I would do, I mean, if you're if you're looking for some beginners, <clears throat> pick a character, go into a comic book store. Find your local comic store. If there's one nearby, go in and say, "You know what, man? I really like the X Men," and they will turn. They will point you in the right direction. You can get trades to read some classic stories, some older stories. You can start new. I mean, there's there's a lot of good jumping on points right now. Um, which, again, will come into play in our next topic. Uh, And like Kate Berry just said in the chat, you can get all of those in trades. They're they're all in collected volumes. You can go into a comic book store. You can get six issues at a time. You can catch up Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, anybody you're into. Marvel's got the same thing going on. Their numbering system's a little weird right now um so again it it helps if you have somebody at a comic book store you can go to uh because you can walk in and comic book store owners usually i say usually because some of them are the stereotypical nerd that doesn't want to talk to you worst episode ever but there are a lot of them who you go in like we got empires comics here in sacramento you go into ben and you're like ben man i really like Mm -hmm. hulk and he's like all right here's the hulk section here's the important stories you can just start with here's his origin here's this here's that so it's it's A lot of times they'll do, you know, they'll retell their their classic origin stories. So sometimes it's hard to uh, to know where to jump in. But having a local comic book store or us can always help out with that. I'll I'll say for me, um, you said you've been watching the MCU. That's your starting point here. What I did was when I watched the Nolan Dark Knight trilogy, I wanted to find out what they used as inspiration for their movies. So I found out that you know, Batman Begins was inspired by Batman Year One. Uh, the Dark Knight was inspired by Batman Year One and The Long Halloween, so I went and got those trades, which right now to me are still the best Batman stories I've read. Granted, I'm influenced by the movies, but they're right there. So, so find out if you're watching the MCU, find out what you know. Jon Favreau used to inspire for Iron Man. Find out what um, the Russo brothers used to inspire Captain America: Winter Soldier, and if that's what fuels you, fuels you as well for the movies go that route but absolutely barry is saying go to a comic shop they'll tell you where to go and then he's a a wiki buff so he knows the whole history of the characters which that's that's, nice so that's a a good thing to do in some ways because then you know what you need to do um new 52 was weird so new 52 was was they did they took some really strange turns yeah um so right now rebirth is kind of not, doesn't completely do away with New Fifty Two, but it looks at it as an alternate kind of timeline, and it and it's kind of restarted again and refocused, and it's going really well. If you're a Superman fan, um, the the Rebirth Superman story has actually been really good. Action Comics has been really good. Um, Kate Berry in the chat to just say, Independence Independent comic books are also a great place to go. You know, if if, if you if you like uh, you know Marvel and DC, definitely Marvel and DC. Like they've got a ton going on right now. There's always the classics, the Batman, the Superman. But if you're looking for stuff a little more out there, a little more interesting, independent creators, image comics, who is um they're still technically an independent, but I mean at this point they're basically like They're pretty big, right? They're now. pretty big. Uh but independent stuff, you know, finding like lo- local comic book creators. Like we just did an interview with uh with a local comp uh comic book creator Kyron, Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. He's got some really cool stuff, really interesting. Um following like the comic book artists and writers on Twitter and Instagram, they'll usually uh post the projects they're working on and there's a lot of cool stuff to just kind of jump into there um i mean i have my image that i always <clears throat> go to yeah what was that uh if you like horror stuff and a very strong female character as the main character hack slash mm-hmm. think of a victim in a horror movie who decides to take vengeance upon all the slasher killers yeah hack slash that's my favorite yeah Saga is this awesome space opera Shakespearean story that is just going off the rails in an awesome way. East of West is another fantastic independent one. Um, it's, it's hard to say just because the comics have gotten so big recently, there's so much out there. It's hard to say beginning stuff. Yeah. Um, then the fact that you know the wiki, you know, the fact that you know the characters histories is really good because then you're not going to be going jumping in blind. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, if you're a DC guy starting with the, the rebirth stuff, or like Steve said, track down the stuff that, and that started the, uh, the MCU, um, it really, you know, the winter soldier by, uh, Brubaker is just a fantastic, just a fantastic all around comic book. Um. <clears throat> yeah, n- New Fifty Two Superman was was a strange one. That yeah. was that was a that was a weird move. And then there were multiple Supermen flying around. Then one of them died and gave his powers to someone else. And New Fifty Two. <laughs> that was wait. New Fifty Two. You, re- you ready? ready for oh, my? Oh, here it yeah, is. Here it is. gotta that one. That's, that's good.
1: How I feel about the New Fifty Two
0: yeah. sometimes. Okay. So yeah. So I I got twenty four issues into the New Batman. I'm gonna finish it because. It's related to our news topic for this week. What? How about some news? <gasps> Fire is raging in three different counties in Northern California. But first, David Berry. Oh yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to talk about one? comic books. <laughs> You're talking about real news. Yeah, there's smoke outside right now. There's ash on the cars. That'll be at eleven. Comic books. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, yeah, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me pull up our news topics for the week. First off, uh, LeBron James. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, uh, uh, Also, I just heard John Cena joined the Lakers. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and Airbud. And Bud. Um, Air... <laughs> So, the details for the DC Universe streaming service have finally been dropped. Ooh, so, DC Universe, for those of you who are unaware, they did announce a while ago that DC was going to, Warner Brothers going to have their own streaming service. I know, another streaming service along with your Netflix and your Hulu. But, once they announced the details, they kind of hooked me with some meat hooks, and now I'm hanging from a ceiling. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit. Um, so, first off, they're going to have a couple of uh, new shows, new, uh, hey, Trash Panda 12, thanks for the follow-up. Thanks. We're going to have some new, what do you call it, um, new, uh, series, series, but, the when they're not animated, what's the opposite of animated? Live action. (laughs) Live action. Thank you. That was hard. Uh, we're going to have live action series. We're going to have Swamp Thing. We're going to have Titans. We're going to have, um, uh, Hawk and Dove. No, are they going to be on the Titans? whatever we're gonna have a bunch of stuff from them but they also announced it is gonna give you access to the other the other TV shows I'm not sure if it's all of them but uh hey thanks for the sub too with the Twitch Prime! Thanks Trashmanda! Hey that is free for you technically it's not really because you're already paying for Amazon Prime but whatever We're we're free! Yeah! Hey! Thanks for the support! So um, you're gonna have access to some of the old shows Um, So what is that? Continue, keep going. No yeah um, you're gonna have access to some of the old movies We're going to have some of the classic Superman movies. Mm -hmm. We're going to have access to the classic Batman movies. Mm -hmm. So we got some interesting stuff coming on with the DC uh, Universe app. The other thing, though, that you're actually going to have access to some comics, which I think is a really big, really smart move. I don't know what comics you're going to have access to. I don't know if it's only stuff relevant to what's going on right now or what, but they are going to have comics available in the DC Universe app. So now... I'm slightly more interested because you, you got, got both worlds there. You've Got you both get, worlds. Yeah. I mean, the shows. It's going to come up in our topic about burnout. I'm not sure if I care about the shows. Some. I mean, the Swamp Thing show, obviously. I mean, he's all over that. There's the Swamp Thing up there. Yeah, there's there. Swamp Thing. In the books back there. And the, swamp, and the poster. The Swamp Thing is in the other room. Yeah. There's actually so vegetation in this room. Yeah. There's yeah. There's actually mold everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm a really big Swamp Thing fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, in other news, Batman 50 was spoiled <laughs> by the New York Times. Now the New York Times. They put it in their wedding section, which I think is a brilliant PR move. But when you do it the week before the comic comes out, that's a really dumb PR move. So the ending to Batman 50 was apparently spoiled. I didn't read it. It was apparently spoiled by the New York Times. So we didn't, something might happen. It is the wedding, of course, of Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Um, Anthony Steves and Melissa Steves exactly it's coming out <clears throat> Wednesday there are uh, some uh, midnight launch events check out your local comic book store they might be having one uh, on the 4th of July into the 5th um, for the wedding of Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne I love the, the like advertising mm. the dang wedding invitation. Yeah, yeah. I saved that picture. Which putting yeah. putting a wedding announcement. Announcement, that's it. Excuse me, announcement. Yeah. In a new that, that's big. I'd let, except when you spoil the story, right? Uh but that 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 made Tom, Tom King said, first off, Gail Simone tweeted something brilliant. She said even if it was 100% spoiled, you know it's still going to be an amazing read because it's oh, Tom King. Oh, of course. Uh and then Tom King himself said it's a, it's a 100 issue arc, love letter to batwoman Batman the uh, Batman and Catwoman. So don't give up hope. Uh, um, if I'm right, they've been together. They've had a daughter, but I don't think they ever actually got married. married. And CB Rich news update: been an arrest in the Stanley Elder abuse case. About a month of rumors, police finally investigated his caretakers and arrested one of them who's abusing his position. Ooh. I had not heard that. That's if that's. Ugh, I mean, thank thank you know. Our reporter on the scene, Seabridge. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Live on the scene. Yeah, Seabridge, 1998. Uh, new new follower and new journalist for us. <laughs> journalist for the Crusaders. Uh, so if you could just you know get some interviews for us, <laughs> that would be great. But that's good to know. I didn't. I didn't. I've been following that, but I hadn't followed it today because over the past couple of days because you know, baby. Uh he Batman switching back to Batman. Never. I don't think he married anyone else. Hooked up. Never got married. I, uh, I mean, because he does have a, a son with um, Talia. with Talia Al Ghul. Um, but I. It might have been like. Like A League of Shadows style wedding, yeah. But I don't think he's ever actually tied Official, the knot yeah. like officially with anyone. Um, but yeah, so check out Batman 50. Um, let's, I mean, we're gonna need to look into what's going on with Stan Lee's caretaker. And yes, Batman 50, him getting married is a, is a big super deal. big deal. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it, which is why I need to catch up on everything. So that's the news for for this week. So, like, I'm um, so like when you said on, on the DC, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, universe. Uh, streaming thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, were the CW shows? That's what I don't know. Be on this. That's that's what I'm mean, that's what I'm curious that's about. Interesting. So, the main topic for the evening: comic book burnout. I don't have a fancy button. I don't have a I don't have a thing. Comic book uh, burnout is a thing that is very easy to encounter because right now we are surrounded. I mean, we're literally surrounded, but it's in everywhere in the pop culture. It's the comics, the physical comics. We got the movies. We got the TV shows. We got the toys. We got the video games. We got everything in between. And it's really easy to get overwhelmed. It used to be you had to search. It was like, okay, there's only one or two movies every now and then. There's one or two TV shows. But now it's everywhere. And now it's gone from sparse pickings to... You know, we, we had a lot of options and we could start actually, you know, not looking at some stuff because we didn't have to, to the point where now we're just inundated. Um, so, you are big time TV movie buff. That's that's what got you into comics, really. Um, how do you feel about the sheer amount of movies and TV shows that are at right now? Do you think it's a, a good level? Do you think it's too much? We're, we're, how how do you feel about the idea of being burned out, at least on the TVs and the movies? Um, I will Sorry. burned out, I don't know because I think of it for me. I'm like you said, movies, TV shows, that's what I saw first. It was this show that got me into the comics themselves and the books themselves and reading them. i I think <clears throat> I'm still. Very excited when I hear about a comic book movie um, because you know growing up it was I watched Superman Christopher Reeve movies on rerun on repeat over and over the TV show and it's those were the first movies I watched I watched Michael Keaton's Batman um, before all the other Batman ever existed I, I was watching those and I think of it as while we've had superhero movies since late seventies and the eighties. There wasn't that big, you know, amount of them. Like every year, there was a yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. What I th- what I think keeps me from being burned out about it is the fact that we may, hit the, you know, enjoy it while it's here, mm-hmm. because they keep saying there's going to be this time where comic book movies won't make that big opening weekend, right? Won't have that big, that highly rated TV show, and so it's one of those like. I don't watch them every day but when they're on I don't get burned out about it because I'm thinking hey enjoy while it's here because one day they're gonna it's gonna be normal for it to be yeah that movie sucked yeah now ah, that Marvel movie sucked that DC movie sucked yeah that, that image movie sucked so I I think I sp- I space it out mm-hmm. I, I do have believe it or not there are days where there is not a Marvel or a DC movie playing at a stage oh, I don't believe that <laughs> I think that's a lie I'm quoting them but I'm not always watching them um hmm but I haven't I don't think I've reached that point it's understandable yeah. if you have yeah. I get it they're all over the place now I personally haven't reached that point yet Yeah, I've, I've reached I've reached it with the TV shows not with the movies because the movies I mean they are there is a decent amount of space in between them yeah. and it's just one shot mm-hmm. you know a couple hours yeah Um, I personally, you know, I didn't, I mean, I know Solo was apparently a flop, but I didn't get why they're shelving all the the Star Wars movies. I didn't think we were being inundated with the Star Wars movies yet, but the, the, the Marvel movies and the DC movies, the DC movies haven't been great, but I haven't really felt inundated yet. Marvel movies they've all they've got a great plan right now they keep it, they keep it really well, really well spaced out and I'm able to do the movies I like the movies I'm I'm tied to the movies I'm down with it mm-hmm. the the CW sh- shows in particularly they just it just it got so there was so much you know, I, I was I was doing okay following Green Arrow, and it wasn't great. I always like to say the first season is like dry oatmeal; mm-hmm. it's good for you, and you know, but it's hard to swallow. And then it got good, and then Flash came, and then Supergirl came, yep. and we you know we got Black Lightning, and they started having crossover events, and we had the uh, Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it just got so much. Like, I mean, they literally almost have four or five nights a week where there's a DC CW show and whether or not they were good or bad I couldn't keep up. Yeah. I fell behind and I had no desire to catch up uh just because it was the just the sheer volume, you know? I just wasn't wasn't about it. Same thing happened to me with um Agents of Shield. I didn't didn't not necessarily inundated because it was only uh you know one 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 series going on, but it just started to drag and I was just, yep. it, it basically got to the point where I'm like, you know, I don't need this anymore. You know, I don't need to support it. And that's why I think you were talking about. It's like movies and shows. They were so few and part between. We felt like we had to throw all the support behind it. Cause now no, they're doing fine. Cause it's the only option yeah, we had. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, if we didn't like, what's going to happen? Like exactly. if, if we didn't go to every midnight if showing, Iron Man flopped, there's no Marvel. Universe. Exactly. We had to do so mm-hmm. much, yeah. but now they're, they're these behemoths of television and film, and I feel like, all right, cool. I don't have to throw in all that time and effort because I'm gonna be honest. I've fallen behind Netflix. I never thought I'd. I never thought I'd drop off with the Netflix shows. And when Daredevil came out, I was like, wow, wow, I am in. You know. And then we had Luke Cage, we had Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist, and Defenders. And but I was like, I'm still, I'm, I'm on board. I'm excited. And then Jessica Jones season two came, and then Punisher came, and now Luke Cage season two. And I'm gonna be 100 honest. I I fell up. I didn't. I never even finished Punisher, and it's not because it wasn't good. I just there was so much because there were movies coming out at the time. There were there were other shows coming out. You know, uh, Kyron in the chat just mentioned Cloak and Dagger, which I'm really liking. Cloak and Dagger, but even then, like, I, I, we, I had to tell my wife, we have to keep up on it or I'm going to fall off because I'm so inundated. Runaways, uh, Legion, Runaways. haven't watched Legion, and Me I hear either. great I things. There's just so many things yeah. going on there. And yes, maybe having a baby did crip my style a little bit, but I still, I have a job where I can have, you know, TV going while I'm working, and it still, even then, it's just... There's there's so much right now. There's so much content, mm-hmm. and I haven't even started talking about the physical comic books. <laughs> like this is just the TV shows yeah. and the movies, and in the last ten years. And it, well, I and it's funny because I, I grew up the DC guy, and the shows that I'm still religiously watching, although I'm. I'm I'm not as fast as I was is the Marvel Netflix shows. Mm. I have been constantly for the past two years one season behind with the CW shows. Like I marathon them when the next season is approaching. The only thing I've kept up with the CW shows is... You you and CB Rich are on the same page. Mm -hmm. The crossover episodes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because I like seeing... Because it's like, like, you know, it's TV version of Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. You get to see all the heroes together fight one common enemy. They... And I like how each show instead of it being Tuesday Night's Green Arrow they all have their episodes those four nights yeah. and the, the focus on them so yeah. that I'll watch but I'll be a season or two behind yeah. on them everything else the reason I enjoy the Netflix shows like we, like for Marvel the only ABC series with Marvel that I really thoroughly enjoyed was Agent Carter I loved Agent Carter. Yeah, Agent Carter. I great. loved the the way they took the story. Yeah. everything right after the events of First Avenger, how she deals going losing Steve as she as far as she knows Steve's dead. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> and then the 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 transition from SSR to what is becoming Shield. Mm-hmm. Her character development. I really loved Agent Carter. I wanted to come back. Yeah, Agents of Shield, and I know it also had the same thing as Green Arrow that mm-hmm. first. Season of dry oatmeal. Yeah, but I think the reason I stuck with Green Arrow or with, with Arrow is because that's the superhero main character we know. We know this guy is in the DC universe. Yeah, granted, I don't know as much about Marvel, but well, Agents of Shield was was a lot of new, new a lot stuff. of new people. Yeah. That this guy, besides Sam Jackson's cameo yeah. when he appears, yeah. and I love. I mean, Colson's great. Shapotsky once, Shapotsky once, yeah, <laughs> Colson's a great character, yeah. but there wasn't enough in it to keep me going. Whereas right. Arrow was, let's face it. Batman with a different character. Yeah. It was totally influenced by the Nolan trilogy. Right. There's n- Nolan moments through Season 3 it's it's Raz al Ghul. Come on. It, it, it's it's inspired Batman gadgets, which we found out Raz Ra's Ra- is, is the yeah, Arabic correct. pronunciation. Yeah. I'm so rocking that. Go go back a couple episodes and you'll find out why Raz Raz right. al Ghul is the correct pronunciation. Oh, I feel so good about that. Not anyway. race. <laughs> Um and and also what I love about the Netflix shows is I not only only like seeing these characters that I didn't read about and didn't start reading about until these shows... But the way they deliver their stories. How the first season of Luke Cage is a love letter to Harlem. Yeah. How uh how Daredevil touches on not just, you know, the character there's his his belief system, uh-huh. his morals. It's the way they tell the story. Jessica Jones, as far as like psychology yes. of, of criminals and of abuse. Exactly. It was it was I mean, it was parts of it were hard. Mm-hmm. Hard to handle, but they were really well done. Punishers touch on PTSD. Oh, God. Um. How differently it was affecting Frank versus the other military vet mm-hmm. who took mm-hmm. it the other direction. Right. There's a political debate basically which is, which is in the middle I think, of Punisher, which I think is part of the reason I had to. It was. It was almost it's heavy. I had to take a break. Yeah. And the the problem is, is then there was just something else. Mm-hmm. There was oh, another yeah. thing yeah. for me to go to, yep. and I never came back. Yep. And now I've I've fallen because I I'm so I'm behind on on all of them, and I don't know if I'll ever want to or will ever want to try to catch up. I've also slowed down because my wife actually enjoys the Netflix shows mm-hmm. and because she's always opening like at 6 a.m., she can maybe get an episode in <laughs> and then night-night. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm a little slower in the marathoning the Netflix shows because she's a fan, too. Yeah, well, it's hard. I mean, like, right now, I, I even... We're, we're trying to catch up on movies this week. Like, we're, we're going to catch in a couple, like, of, like, the three $5 showings of a couple movies we missed. Part of that is because we had a kid, but part of it is also just because... It's tough. You're right out of time. Dude, it's it There's is so tough. many things. There's so many things. And again, we haven't even talked about the comic comic books. The Barrier has been the first comic, new comic that I have read, and I'm sad to say this cuz I'm on a comic book podcast. Yeah. Weeks. Yes, Sergeant Squiggles. I did not finish the Pun- Punisher on Netflix just the sheer volume of everything. He's it, not hating on it. it wasn't, he just I, hasn't been able to finish it. It was just it was it was great and then I was just like just I had to I had to take a break. I know it's oh I know it's good. I was halfway through. I know it was good. I just the the, the wave of that and then and then by the time I was like okay, maybe I can maybe I can reevaluate and go back to um to Punisher. By then, Jessica Jones was out, and I'm like, oh. And now Luke's out. And now Luke Cage is and out. I love I'm, Luke. And yeah. I'm looking. It, it gets so so much darker. Like that. <laughs> that's why I need to take a break oh, from it. yeah, it's so because dark. because episode nine and ten is when we get full Frank Castle. Yeah, that's and that's. <sighs> and and uh, so a uh, question in the chat, Kyron, will you watch the shows on DC streaming service when it comes out? Again, I want to, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to. I I'm I'm with um, CB Rich earlier said that they were going to watch. Uh, Titans and Swamp Thing. I'm definitely gonna watch Swamp Thing because Swamp Thing is my one of my favorite characters of all time. I love reading Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. I have the sw- pop. The only pops that I have are like 75. The same Swamp Thing, just with one's glow in the dark, one's like fuzzy, um, <laughs> one smells. <laughs> but like, but I don't know if I'll be able to do the rest of them just because the sheer the sheer, the sheer time. I mean, I made myself and it was good i made myself marathon um like i said issues one through 24 of batman last night because i wanted to catch up but even that like there's so many books going on right now we mentioned like not wanting to jump around between nightwing and batwoman to catch all the stories there's dozens of titles that come out every week dozens of titles coming out from Marvel and DC and from image and from boom and from IDW and from Taurus comics Comics. a friend of the show Kyron Silva both we got so many comics coming out all the time and that's a black mask that's an even avatar press like there's so many friggin Arctic Antarctic press I think is another one I think they got in trouble for comics gate um yeah there's just so many titles out there, and it's not a bad thing. Ever. I will never say that the amount of stuff we have out is a bad He's thing. He's not complaining. I will never. It's just so much to handle. It's a wonderful problem to have. Yeah. You know, it's a like, first world problem. It's a great problem <laughs> to have. That There's too many good shows to watch, there's too many movies, there's too many books to read. It is a great problem to have, but it does then bring about this idea of burnout. I had to take a break from about two weeks from reading comic books which is something that I've never done in the last <laughs> 8 years, 10 years. I have not taken a break from reading comics in 10 years and I had to take such a break and everything was good. That's the other thing. I wasn't like, man, okay, it was these, like it slumped these off. These are getting ridiculous. Yeah. It was like this is so good, this is so good, this is so good. What am I? I can't. My, my I'm looking at my wallet. I'm looking at the, the times of the day. I'm looking at my baby who's six months old, and I'm like, "You were just a, a week old. What's happening?" You can count on very minimal fingers how much you've slept. Wait, wait a second. No. What what is what is the 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 fingers? I I'd lose my, my eyes twitching. The my counting. Eye-twitching. My eye twitching. But and and so now I mean, again, we have we have Netflix. We have DC coming out with a streaming service. We have Disney, who's apparently going to have their streaming service. Hulu's which got some. Guys on there. Hulu's yeah. got some on there. There's stuff on FX. There's stuff on ABC. We didn't even talk oh, about AMC. We didn't even talk about Preacher and The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking and Days. Fear the Walking Dead and Comic Book Men, which. Oh yeah, that's Comic Book right. Men has been canceled. Let's uh, say a quick Kevin. prayer for Kevin Smith. Kevin, uh, like he's hurting at all? Yeah, but, he's but okay. I mean, hey man, if you're looking great, if right you're now. yeah, if you're but if you're looking for some new guys, hey Kevin. Kevin mm-hmm. West Coast comic book man. Uh, uh, um, we got places like Jersey out here. Sergeant Squiggle's sci-fi has the the Krypton, which God, I didn't think funny. I was gonna like. Krypton, and then I started watching it. I'm like, that, that was looking pretty this good. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. <laughs> uh, just another thing, another thing for me to dedicate time to. And there's just, and, uh, I mean, and how are you gonna feel now that you know Seth Rogen and his and Goldberg after doing Preacher are now gonna do Invincible. Your Invincible story is now about to hit. Either movie or TV screen. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> what are you? What are you guys doing to me? What do you? What do you... <laughs> someone woke up and said, "Hey, Dan Barry loves comics. Let's give him comics and everything." Basically, they were they were Miss uh, uh, trun- Trunchbull. Trunchbull is that her name from Matilda. With with, with and I'm, I'm the fat kid with the cake, and then he's like, "Have another slice. Have another slice." And I'm just like, and then everyone started chanting for me, and then at the end, invincible. And then I yeah, yeah. and then I just. And then Something. I pa- and then I pass out, and then I get put into a, a room with spikes, and uh, it's basically an Iron Maiden. Well, and, and then there was that point. There was a point where I was able to pull off like it was maybe a year or two ago, where right. I had like every week I had seven DC stories and five Marvel stories I was reading, and then there was an image here and there. Yeah, yeah. I pulled that off somehow. Yeah, There's no way I could pull. That at off one somehow. point, at one point I was reading every Marvel title. Yeah, and and right now it's I. I could, I could show you the stacks of books that I, I go down to Empire's Comics Vault, hey, hey local oh, comic good, shop yeah. selling hot sauce and having pugs. Pet pugs, and I have bags and bags from Ben that, and these aren't just like, oh, maybe I'll read that eventually. These are books that I've been reading religiously, and they're just sitting in a stack. And it, like I said, it's such a good problem to have. You know, it's like looking at hours of entertainment, and I'm just like, wow, cool. I have hours of entertainment. <laughs> and then I just can't you know if I there just, was only a way to like matrix it like oh, I know kung fu if I you know? could um oh what was the what was the 90s Nickelodeon show um the, it came out around the same time as The Adventures of Alex Mack okay because she was the one who got exposed to the chemicals and she got like powers yeah, yeah the one with the kid who was the alien and um I can't remember his name. Um yeah, pole actor, and but he would the way he read, he would put his hand on top of a book and just read it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, that was. And I was like, oh, I wish I could just do that. I wish I could just put my hand like onto a stack of comics and be like, oh, that's what happened. Oh, all right, Bendis. I see you are doing it. Oh, okay, I like that Bendis. Good job. So it, it's well, Johnny Five with the, the mm-hmm. journey of Alan Strange, Sergeant Squiggles, in the chat room with. The save, thank you, my friend. Yeah, the journey of Alan nice. Strange. The way he just read comics because there's just there's so many. And again, I know I know I sound <laughs> like I'm complaining, but it's a, such a good problem to have. But burning out is so understandable right now. If you're feel if you feel like there's too much out there, you're not a bad comic book fan. You know, if you're if you're just like I can't read all these books, I can't afford all these books, I can't afford all these streaming services, I can't afford to go to the movies that often. That's okay. There is so much out there. You're not a bad fan. You're still supporting the industry, just in by just in by talking about you son of a it. bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks, Squiggles. Thanks for the host. It's but it's you're not a bad comic book fan. I promise. But if you need to take a break, you know I've got all of these. Oh, Ruru, thanks, man. Your fandom isn't hardcore enough. To get off the. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if I, you know, you go into empires, and I got all these books that I that I hold that Ben holds for me. If I need to tell him, hey, Ben, I got to take a break, man. Like my wallet can't handle it, or I can't handle all these books. He's like, cool, don't worry about it. Like he's he's not like, oh. fine, fine. Leave mm. leave my stone. No, dare you? He's they're understandable, but if you got to take a break from any of it because it's everywhere and, and it's not just the books themselves it's not just the movies themselves it's the discussion about it mm-hmm. there's so many of these YouTube shows and podcasts and Twitch shows and what uh, <clears throat> Um that just talk about comic books mm, um it's awkward there there But burnout in podcast is not a thing because people need the podcast. Exactly, you need us. We're free, Um, right? You you can always give us money if you want. That we're down with that too. But uh, but yeah, it's there's so many YouTube shows. There's so many you know talking about comics, talking about. The characters and the writers and there's the interviews and the that's the other thing. We have more access than we ever had before to the industry itself. Yeah. Via Twitter and Facebook, we can see what the writers and the artists are working on. Oh yeah. You know, Todd McFarlane does all the live streams all the time. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the Todd father, my yeah. uncle Todd is always just hanging out there teaching me about Spawn and what it was like to be in the comic industry and and I get to see yeah. Exactly. Ruru, right here on Twitch, you can watch Jim Lee draw, one of the greatest DC artists around right now, one of the head honchos. You can see him just draw. Yeah. You can can get all these opinions and all these different things from all these different people. You got Scott Snyder tweeting three times a day. Yeah. James Gunn, director of Guardians, is always on Twitter. Super active. never sleeps. And and a lot of times they even have their own AMAs. They're just like, hey, I'm like, the other day Scott Snyder was like, I'm dropping my kids off uh, at school. You know what? What questions can I answer you guys yeah. for the next fifteen minutes? Yeah. And everyone's just like, "Oh, oh, oh Batman! Oh, oh, witches! I like your face." Oh, yeah, oh. It was, it, it, that was that was just us. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that it. was it. He never answered. But it, uh, I mean, he does follow us. Friend he does. Of the show Scott Snyder on Twitter. Um, but yeah, and we just have so much around right now. And it's it's a different type that we we you know before we just had books in on newsstands and even in the '90s we we sell the conventions but we didn't have the type of access we have now mm-hmm. to the creators and to the creative process and to the back door like the, we see stuff in the industry now sometimes it's shady gross stuff but it's all there it's all just laid out for us and it's. It is understandable if you look at that and you're just... If you look into the void and the void looks back and you feel like you got to take a minute. It's like the Kermit with the hood on. I, I can't watch to more any exactly. more comic shows. Exactly. Watch five more. Sergeant Squiggles says, Do you think we are in the second golden age of comics? And if that is true, do you think we've passed the apex of the second golden age because we are now oversaturated? So that's a brilliant point. Um, I do think we're in the second golden age of comics. Um while you can go there's uh there's a there's a website and a twitter kind of follow called comicron and comicron what they do is they look at diamond uh diamond who is the primary uh provider uh of all comic books to comic book stores they look at their sales and they compare it to past years to past you know a year ago two years ago um they compare titles and it's you know it's tough because the way books are sold is very different now but just base sure sure just saturation, like you just said, is proof that we're in the golden age. The fact that there's movies and TV shows and the biggest stars in Hollywood are Marvel actors. You know, the biggest names in Hollywood want to be in DC and Marvel movies. You have Academy Award winners on both ends of the the movie You have Pulitzer Prize winners who want to go write comics. You have people who would look down at comics 10, 15 years ago who are like, I want to break into the comic book industry because that is such a you know, that's where I want to be, whether it's because it's financially, they see it as a good move, or it's because creatively, artistically, they see it as the medium that is not just a kind of like reading or, you know, oh, like, you know, poor man's literature, like, no, it's its its own art form. And yes, we're in the golden age. And I, I honestly don't know where that apex is, because I feel like if we were going up, if we were going up, suddenly just everything, the ground rose to meet us and just started lifting us. And we're like, guys, <laughs> guys, I don't know where we're, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Like we're, we're in, we're on one hell of a bubble right now. Like the industry in a lot of ways is doing the same thing it did in the nineties with the, uh, the sheer amount of books and the, um, Oh, I know which one He's talking about suicides. Yeah. Um, Makeup. <laughs> the sheer amount of books on the shelves, which that doesn't necessarily mean local businesses are doing well. We've had local comic book stores closed. But the sheer amount of books, the the like I said, the movies, the actors, where was I going with this? The thank you. The bubble feels like it's gonna burst soon, but it's like it's weird. It's like the bubble isn't as easy to gauge anymore because the movies in some ways are keeping that train going but that doesn't mean the sales are necessarily showing that but it's still like comics themselves like the idea of comics are still very popular mm-hmm. you know but we have I mean, we just we hit what 10 years of Marvel movies and now they have now they've hit their big boom now what's gonna happen you know um and, and it's and Squiggles is calling it five years from now comics mm-hmm. are on the downtrend D&D is the next big thing <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, I mean, sure. I mean, we're already we're already, starring Merlin wins. Yeah, we're already playing. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do the movie. We'll do TV shows. I'm already doing uh, the D and D. We're doing that right now. You can go back and watch our D and D episodes. Um, it, it, I, I, with the bubble bursting, it all depends on how the stories are told. Mm. Um, Marvel, <laughs> the Marvel, the way they, the way they've planned things out so far in advance, and they've kept things fresh. Infinity War. You know, look how they turned it around. They yeah. made Thanos the main character. Yeah. They made you not so much sympathetic, but you understood where he was coming from and yeah. what he believes he was doing. You have The Dark Knight Rises, which is inspired also by A Tale of Two Cities, a Charles Dickens book. So when you find these ways to reinvent the, reinvent the stories, movie-wise, I, I could see the bubble going longer. I and mean, the comics, they, they start doing the same thing. They start being... Hey hey Hey, thanks for the following. Thanks for following. Um they start taking, you know, old stories and infusing it into their comic book world. And it's, you know, it's it's what you it's what they try to do to keep it going. I think I mean we can say the bubble might burst, but for all we know. Who, it might not burst anytime soon yeah. it could keep going they and say like the westerns went out well I, I don't know I'm well sure. and so here's the thing so the thing about westerns comparing it to westerns is really difficult because there were literally hundreds of westerns coming out every year at the peak of that and we, kind of the same thing over and over yeah we're nowhere near there yeah. And but we're also we're moving so much faster as far as media is concerned as far as the way we're engaging in pop culture it's moving a lot faster mm-hmm. so it's really hard to compare to previous bubbles yeah. Daymare has actually just brought up a good point first thanks for the follow there isn't the speculation in buying the was in the 90s also true there was there were we we, you know we have some stores who are going out on a limb buying thousands of copies of a book but we don't have the same uncertainty when it comes to the actual buying so it it definitely feels like we're riding this strange wave like the bubble just keeps expanding and then dropping and expanding and dropping Mm -hmm. and it's almost like it's it's doing well enough and checking itself but i don't know if that's going to be where it goes completely CB rich brings up a really good point. I just hope that it never gets to the point that comics and geek stuff are so unpopular that kids are bullied again for bringing a comic to school or wearing a cape. Agreed. That's what I, that right there, 100%. I don't want it to suddenly be uncool. Cause you know, the, the thing is, and I never, you know, it's, I don't think Steve's would have bullied me in high school because I think Steve's was a cool guy. I wasn't. But some of the guys that Steve's hung out with would probably beat him up then if he was into what he is into now. But then, <laughs> did I, did, yeah, Inception. Inception. It, it's true. <laughs> it's it's. I, I'm really glad that everything is as popular as it as it is, and I hope it doesn't go that way again, where you know reading a comic books makes you a nerd. Like right now. Dude, Tom King was just on Late Night with Seth Meyers. That's, like that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, like we're we're getting this great exposure. Like like I said, like the biggest names in Hollywood aren't, you know, getting they, you know, for a while they were kind of getting crap and they're still getting crap from some uppity, you know, directors and people who are like, oh, uh, comic book movies. Ugh. <laughs> but I think the fact that Robert Downey Jr. gets off a plane and gets screamed at like the frickin Beatles yeah, I- is more important than James Cameron's opinion. All right? I- I'm going to say RDJ doesn't give a damn what those uppity yeah. people are thinking. I think Chris Evans is like, uh, what's what's that guy? Um, oh, he was that like that famous like was he French? Or is he Italian? That that guy who like walked out of Black Panther after thirty minutes. Oh. and I like looked up his stuff, and I'm like, yeah, cool, dude. I have no idea who you are. I get that you're this super artistic, beyond me European creator, but yeah, dude, I don't think the dollar signs on the end of Black Panther care that you walked out of this film. And it's funny to me that the uh, that you. You can be the artistic director and still love the hell out of an Iron Man or a Captain America or a Black Panther movie. They're not mutually exclusive. You can think Godfather is the greatest movie ever made, and you know what? You still want to watch Starship Troopers and have some fun watching it. Yeah. There's, you don't have to be only one type and that's it. I, I've always hated that that anger, that, oh, I only watched Citizen Kane, excuse yeah. me. And it's a fine movie, but you know what? I also like Bad Boys too. Sorry. Watch Schindler's List and then watch Spaceballs. Done it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Sergeant Squiggle's good point. D and just getting out of that stigma. It's true. Like it. Like guys like like Vin Diesel and Matt Mercer and like Critical Role is bringing D and D out of this like this like nerdy cavern. Magic the Gathering. uh two the two holdout stigmas of the hardcore nerd. Which I I mean I don't I also you know I also get that whole like. I liked it before it was cool. I get that mentality. I've always gotten that mentality because there are a lot of things I liked before they were cool. But at the same time... You can't. You kind of shun people away when you pull the. Yeah, it's like I yeah. Before it was cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, I the, like it now. These guys who you know these guys who were bullies and who were jerks like now all of a sudden they love Iron Man and they want to talk to you about Iron Man when they would have beat you up for you were a kid who you were talking about Iron Man beat up everything Iron Man stood for. Yeah, and you know what? You don't need to talk to them. You don't need to engage with them. Like you would be like, yeah, you were kind of a jerk, but at the same time, like the fact that those guys are now interested in comic books means that your favorite creator creator can stop working at their part-time job and just be a comic book writer and just give you great content. So it's, it's got its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and Kyron says, if someone liked iron fist, would you question them? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm hearing uh, spoiler spoiler. I'm hearing that his appearance in one of the upcoming Marvel shows Have you heard? You haven't heard any of this. Ooh, no! Tell me. Do you want to know? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. One, two, three. (laughs) Danny Rand is in this season of Luke Cage. Cool. And supposedly, what everyone everyone who has seen it has said, he's much better in this appearance than he was in his show in Defenders. Good. good. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I. You know, I might be like, oh, I didn't like it. And if they want to talk about the differences, I'm down with that. But I'm not going to shun them. And I'm not going to tell them, oh, you liked Iron Fist? Get out of here, nerd! Like, (laughs) you know. We debate and talk here. We don't shun. Unless you're like, Gamergate, then we shun you. Uh, adding on with, with D&D, Edvin Diesel, uh, another guy who is a big D&D fan and also a wrestling nerd, Joe Manganiello, Deathstroke. Yeah, loves D and D, loves ripped, wrestling. Yeah, Magic Mike. Sofia Vergara's husband. Also Deathstroke. Also a vampire. Now uh, werewolf. Werewolf. werewolf um, yeah. I like him even more. Yeah. Um, yeah. D and D. Like he plays D and D. He's a voice actor. Did mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like it's. Like, he's a big nerd. He's a he big built nerd. But who knows if he would have beat you up in high school? I don't know. Because C B Rich. Remember when I was a kid? Every year, bullies would take my books, throw them in the trash. The month after Avengers came out, they were bringing comics to school. Yeah. It. It. It kind of is frustrating in mm. some ways to see that, but at the, like I said, at the same time, you know, you've you've got, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can learn from it. Maybe it's the change. Hope, yeah. Hopefully, those bullies can now read, you know, Captain America and Batman and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be a jerk because of what they're what they've got going. You know, uh, true story. Uh, I used to work at an after school program, and one of the kids was bullying a girl who it was Pioneer Day, and the girl dressed up as a pioneer. Mm. The kid who did the bullying was wearing a Captain America shirt. Right. So I pulled him aside, looked at him and said, do you remember why Captain America said he joined the war effort in the movie? Mm -hmm. And he's all, no, what? He's all, I don't like bullies. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about yourself right now? The kid literally looked down at his shirt, didn't cry, but he had that look like he disappointed Captain America. He yeah. had that face. So you can make that change when, you know, starting out young. Make them realize what these guys stood for. Yeah. That way when they see the bullies in school, they realize that's not what this character is about. Maybe it's change. Yeah. I mean and it's and it's tough. I mean there's still people who are you know, like, there are, there are still people who, like, just watch, like, Kate Barry just said, there people who just watch the TV shows and the movies, and they are, think they're somehow above the comic book readers. Yeah, and then the other side, the comic book readers, sometimes they're above because the they're like, oh, I read the source material. And yeah. it's like, when you're both... It's hard. Like, I love going to the movies with people who don't read the comic books because they're like, oh my god, that was so cool. Did that happen in the comics? Can you explain this to me? Like, I love yeah. that. You know? But and then I also love going to a comic book store and having all these hardcore comic fans who've been reading books the whole life and they're just like, oh, let's break down the way the movie did this from the books. You know? <laughs> the next day the kid came back with a red school shirt. He's like, never mind. Steve, I took your, your lesson to heart. I'm a real bully now. Why are you talking with a German accent? Hey, come on. <laughs> Papers? We will go to that <laughs> period. <laughs> wait I'm reading because Sergeant Squiggles Sergeant just put a great message in there the culture was so anti-geek and nerd for such a long time that a lot of us still have PTSD but someone told me this and I take it to heart being a geek is about being about uh, really enjoying getting wrapped up in a fandom you can't, you can't like Harry Potter wrong you can't like Batman wrong you can't like D&D wrong and that is a beautiful thing for us to end on because even though that has nothing to do with burnout, it's still a fantastic point. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I forgot we were talking about burnout. Yeah, I, but we just, got so deep into it. I love it. I love all about it. Some of us went from football to the theater stage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's possible. Yeah. Some of us got kicked off the football team and then went to the band and then read the comic books. See? So, um... Bro nerds. I wasn't kicked off, by the way, for not being good. I was kicked off for fighting. Anyway. Um... So, so you were a good football I player. I just wanted to put the right You were, you were, I was a good football player. player. I believe you. Um... But yeah, that is real you can't like these fandoms wrong. And and that goes back, ties into the whole burnout thing. If you can't handle everything right now, don't worry about it. If you're burned out, that's okay. If you don't want to watch all the Netflix shows, Take a moment. if you don't want to read all the comic books, you're not a bad fan. You are not a bad fan if you are tired of the sheer volume of nerdy pop culture stuff that is around right now, because there's a lot of it. You know, if you're not really a fan of saltwater and you're in the ocean, you know, you, you, you can get out on the beach. It's cool. Yeah. Look at the ocean for a little while yeah. and be like, all right, maybe I want to jump back in. Maybe I want to go in a tide pool. Yeah. Maybe I just want to dig my feet in to where it gets wet and then the water's down there and then, you know, and then get back out. Yeah and or you want to go stand in there so it feels like you're getting sucked out into the ocean. weird, weird analogies <laughs> now. This has gotten strange. And remember they're all on streaming services. They're going to be there waiting for you. Yeah, that's you. a thing. It that's can a thing. Go back. I'm always I'm that's that's I think why I keep going back. I keep maybe I won't watch Netflix shows right now. I can always go back. They're They're all, they're,
1: there waiting for they're you. not going in there.
0: Yeah. And we're going to be running a CA Comics Anonymous for those of you who need assistance. Yeah, yeah. If you and and I'll I'll hide all the swamp things yeah. if that is tough for you. It's okay. Yeah. we're here for you yeah but you should really read Tom King's Batman yeah he's outstanding because God Tom King is good read everything Tom King's done yeah. just saying yeah so first off thank you for hanging out in the chat room being really active tonight on tonight's show you guys have been great you've been everyone has been participating you guys have been phenomenal you made this a really good show second off be kind to other nerds Mm -hmm. because maybe they felt like they couldn't express themselves at some point. Maybe they felt like they were bullied or maybe they didn't understand a, a message or maybe they feel like they can't get involved in a fandom because the fandom is too intense. Be nice to other nerds. That's at the base. We all like this crazy thing called comic books, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, Firefly, wrestling, everything in between. You can like all of that. Just be kind to each other in a very Jerry Springer-esque way. Thank you. From the guys wearing Star Wars and Ghostbuster t-shirts. Exactly. Thanks for hanging out. So, for the Capeless Crusaders, my name is David Barry. I am at drbarry on varying social media platforms. I am joined by a fellow member of the Original Six. The only one more thing I ask for is a dang hack slash movie or series. <laughs> Give me that, please. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steve's. Hey, to Squiggle. Oh, hey. Thanks for the sub, man. Thanks. Oh, Deadpool clap. Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool clap there. So thanks to our sponsors, our wonderful sponsors. First off, Beard Balm Brush. Hey, you have a beard, right? You're getting there. It's, you can hear it. You're working. Yeah, just rub it. Don't rub it on there. That's weird. Ooh, those listening have no idea where I was rubbing it. <laughs> anyway. Ooh. Anyway, so Beard Balm Brush. Take like this awesome thing. They take the shape of the brush that you use on your beard. They mix in beeswax, uh, beard balm, and oil, and they give it all in one fell swoop so you can uh, style and self-care your beard, just like Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye tells us to do, honey. And their logo looks awfully like a former AMC series about meth. Anyway. Anyway. I'm the one who knocks. Use our code Capeless for 15% off. Hey, or if you're looking for some retro video games, you need to get something fixed, you want to hang out in a video game lounge, maybe do some PlayStation VR, go to Computer Booter, mention us, get 10% off. Go to Empire's Comics. They don't have a discount, but they're just awesome. They're awesome. Get some comic books. Hang out with some pugs. Get some hot sauce. And if you're into Dungeon Dragons... What? Ooh, we're also sponsored by Critical Dice. Critical Dice. Thecriticaldice.com. We have their stuff up. They uh, they sponsor our D&D streams. You get discounts off Dice if you want Want to check them out? So, for the Capless Crusaders, for I Jane, you robot, A.K.A. Amy Nunag, who it might be seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp in a press showing tonight. Ooh. For the son of Mander, A.K.A. Manderson. For Tom at Tall, Dark, Not Ugly, on everything, on everything, who is going through. He is at the, the San Bruno Temple. Right Learning now. how to be a monk. It's outstanding. We'll have some pictures up for you soon. It's yeah, outstanding. He's bald. It's it's strange. Yeah. I actually really like it. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. So, hmm. for the Capeless Crusaders, drop a follow, drop a sub, wherever you want to, on any social medias or things. <sighs> Good night.